Synergy Autism Podcast. Hello and welcome to another mini podcast um, by me, Barb Avila, Synergy Autism Center. I'm glad you're here. Today's going to be kind of a quick one, I think. Although sometimes I think that and then I end up talking too long. But this one I think is a quick one. So really it's why should you and how do you avoid yes, no questions? So this is like a very specific strategy that we're going to talk about today. So um, I'd like to share with you why it is helpful to avoid questions that have a yes or no answer with a lot of people, but especially those um, who are autistic. So first, if you're not wanting the answer, no, don't ask a yes, no question kind of simple. And if you do ask a yes, no question on accident, guess what? You have to honor their answer. So for example, if you ask somebody, do you want to come with me? When you really mean it's time to go, you may receive the answer of no. In which case, because you asked a yes, no question, you'll have to honor their response. If you don't honor their response, you are giving them the picture that what you say doesn't actually matter that much or what you say doesn't always mean what you say, (laughs) whatever you get the picture. All right. So that's the first one. So second, if you ask a yes, no question to somebody who feels backed into a corner, they may simply answer the one that gets them out of the situation. So you ask somebody this, you know, all of us have probably experienced this as kids. When somebody asks you, did you do this? When you're obviously going to be in trouble, you, this may result in a uh, no, simply to escape the confrontation that they know is going to happen next. So again, yes, no questions aren't necessarily going to yield what you're looking for. So next, asking yes, no questions for more everyday situations. So this one is interesting to think about. So if you ask yes or no questions in your everyday life, it allows the person with to not really think about what you actually asked. They can come back with kind of a mindless answer of just yes, uh uh-huh, no, and not really be in the moment with you. You ask, did you eat lunch or did you see Mrs. Smith today when asking about their day? They will likely answer mindlessly and just say yes or no. That will just get you off. Yeah, you off their back. (laughs) So you can't really trust or really you can't trust that you're going to get that back and forth engagement that you're truly looking for. All right. So what do you do instead? Okay, so that was a few reasons of why not to ask yes, no questions, but you're probably thinking, well, okay, but I want to be a nice person and be kind. And sometimes when you're asking nicely, you use yes, no questions. So what do you do instead? All right, sure. The opposite would be to ask completely open-ended questions. However, you might already know this, but most people with autism get overwhelmed by the sheer number of possible answers to a totally open-ended question. So I recommend what I call narrowing the field. You got to narrow that field to a manageable number of options for that person. So for some, this may be giving two choices, and for others, it may just be narrowing the question. So what do you want to eat? 
maybe way too open-ended. And so that could either become the two choices. What do you want to eat? An apple or a piece of cheese? Or a little more open-ended, but more, you know, kind of narrowing the field. What do you want to eat from the fridge? Rather than, because if you just say, what do you want to eat? It could be uh, everything from food to, you know, places that you can get food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you can imagine that's too big of a question. So just what do you want to eat from the fridge? So providing someone with choices also um, have the added benefit. So you provide somebody with choices or questions that have that more complexity that I was mentioning um, has the added benefit of giving that person what is called personal agency or the sense of control over their lives. If you ask them a yes, no question, they're going to just feel backed into that corner a lot of the time. But asking those ch- with choices and, and narrowing the field is going to give them the personal agency or sense of control that they may not otherwise have. And this sense of personal agency or control over your life is essential for everyone to feel valued, respected, and seen. So I hope this little advice, this little mini podcast based on not asking yes, no questions and what else you can do instead has been helpful. It will take practice to move away from too many yes, no questions and to find the right level of choice that you can provide that works well for the person in your life with autism. So experiment, try it out. You might even, this isn't a video about the strategy of using video, but you might even video yourself and how you, um, and then watch it back and go, oh, I was asking a lot of yes, no questions or no, I'm doing pretty well. So, all right, until next time, please take care of yourselves and one another. Synergy Autism Podcast.